Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Agents of Mace. Today, we're talking um, a strange one. It's a. It was supposed to be a TV show pilot that then was actually a made-for-TV movie that then never really aired anywhere because I think it got canceled. Um, but it's still out there for you to watch. Um, so. Right now, you can find it on YouTube, and it is titled Nick Fury, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. It is very 90s, <laughs> weird. I'm not even really sure like what it's supposed to be or what they thought it was, um, but it was definitely a goofy watch, so... Uh, Emphasis first on goofy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think I want Lisa to go first because I'm here. I'm trying to think of the right words to say at the moment. Uh, okay. So this this movie is precisely what you would expect to see on the Sci-Fi Channel in 1998, and that's that is not criticism. That is not praise. It is just a pure description. And this was this was fun to watch, especially from from our current perspective, you know, well into the MCU. But as far as the actual quality of this movie goes, eh? <laughs> <laughs> It it has some it has some fun moments, and it, of course, it gives us a, a new kind of version of of Nick Fury that we have not gotten ever <laughs> ever in MCU proper but i think i think most of the the fun of watching the movie is with that that remove instead of actually enjoying it for what it is because a lot of the movie is kind of cringy to be honest with our podcast listeners and i'm looking forward to getting in, getting into it and i might have to use some tv14 language to describe what is happening <laughs> in this movie <laughs> yeah that, yeah i agree that's a good way to put it uh it, okay 
that makes me feel good because like some of the last moments of this movie were so cringe borderline <laughs> uncomfortable i did not really know where they were going and i'm kicking myself because and i'm actually quite surprised because like the writing on this is something it, it's definitely 90s and I don't, I don't know if you, it's just it's just 90s cheesy and it fits with mm. so many things that we've seen in the 90s but i'm looking up uh the resume of david s goyer yes I, oh my gosh hey i'm quite surprised he's the writer like on all the blade movies batman begins like the dark knight the dark knight rises man of steel like he's so in the superhero realm man oh man this movie <laughs> the one-liners throughout this or something oh yeah i will say it is to me this was very reminiscent of like the early live action batman movies where it was like we're gonna take a comic book and put it on the screen for you to watch and that is what this is like <laughs> one-liners and like goofy set pieces i mean it was it's just like you're watching a comic book and I don't really know that the story is all that bad. I think with like a little tweaking and maybe, you know, a couple rewrites, the overarching story of this could have been pretty cool. But I think when you put this like kind of cool story with this really cheesy comic book on TV somewhere there's a disconnect and you end up with this, which you're kind of like, well, I see why this baby didn't get greenlit for <laughs> the future series or whatever it was supposed to be. <laughs> I'm wondering Something... if, Oh, go ahead. Luke. Well, uh, I'm wondering if they would have chosen to use more notably known characters. It could have stuck better. Because some of these, I, I question if they were like made-for-TV characters, just to kind of part of the story. Mm. I haven't looked into like all of the agents' names. You know, we got our primary two, which we'll get into in a little bit. Which mm -hmm. the second one, the you know the female lead slash love interest of Nick Fury, I was not expecting to go with this character, but <laughs> yeah. And I was going to say that whenever I was scrolling through the reviews of this movie on Letterboxd, most of which did rate it as being pretty mid, um, <laughs> one of them pointed out that at the time, this was the biggest actor who had ever been cast in a Marvel role. David Hasselhoff was extremely famous whenever this was made, and they had never had somebody of that caliber stepping into a Marvel comic book adaptation. Which now it seems kind of laughable because we've got the biggest stars on the planet playing uh, some of these characters, including playing Nick Fury. But yeah, it just it just shows how much time has passed. How many things have changed <laughs> since the story year of 1998? Yeah, I will say the something that surprised me was right when the movie started, you get the comic book flip mm -hmm. for the yeah. Marvel logo. And I was like, wow, I definitely thought that that started with iron man so crazy to see that that was used in existence then. yeah like i don't was that in front of any of the spider-man movies i don't remember I, that i was wondering uh, the same thing see now i want to go back and like check out blade again or the fantastic four movies i can't remember if they may have had it 
Yeah, I remember the like the big red Marvel, but I yeah. don't remember it being like the comic book the page pages flip, yeah. flip. So that that was super exciting to see. <laughs> yeah. Another like fun blast from the past thing was that on the YouTube version that uh, I watched and maybe the same one that y'all watched too. In the corner, it had the logo for the Encore Action Channel, which I <laughs> yeah. fully forgotten had even existed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> about probably a uh, half the way through, I noticed I started like looking at that, and I was like, oh. Oh, okay. This was on Encore. Okay. <laughs> and then apparently there is, I'm so curious, any listeners, if you own this, let us know. There is a DVD in existence that released on September 30th, 2008. Yeah. How many, this is also, how many copies? Does it have bonus features? <laughs> there, I think there's a VHS version of this too. Um, and both could, of them are very difficult to find uh, because when I first looked into this as something for us to, to watch, I was like, well, if I can't find it online somewhere, like how could I get it and we could watch it? Yeah. And it was like, Oh, it's like a $120 for this oh movie. No, thanks. <laughs> Kicking myself. We should have asked uh, Donovan to come on, but Donovan, if you're listening, you got, I know you got a copy. Let us know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, let's let's get into the story a little bit here, um, because it starts off with like a pretty big name in the Marvel Universe. And it definitely made me think that we were going to like see Captain America. Um, but you find the, it, the movie starts basically in this shield facility where they're keeping Baron von Strucker's presumably dead frozen body. Um why i don't think they ever really explain why they're just why does it look like that yeah well he had some sort of virus and i think they like didn't want the virus to get out but it's like well there's plenty of other ways you could have dealt with his body than freeze it and keep it in let's be honest real low security they yeah. make it seem like there's a ton of people in this building, and then you realize, oh, there's pretty much two guards in this room. And then one of them, surprise, shoots the other one, and an alarm sounds, and then all of a sudden there's like all these guards, and you're like, well, where are they? Why aren't they guarding this room? I was very confused. Like, why does it look like there's so many people here when a second ago there was basically nobody here? Mm -hmm. uh, but we like you know right away it's like Hydra is here they're stealing stuff and you're like oh Hydra's the big bad for this like okay cool maybe we'll get some Avengers stuff going on even like mentions of it don't get your yeah. hopes up that's <laughs> <laughs> not mentioned at all Um, I did like the uh the one guard who gets shot when he like gets up to start fighting back, he has a, probably my favorite one liner of the entire movie. He just goes, let's rock and let's roll. <laughs> that, was, that was one of the notes that I made. I told, I told Drew before we started recording, I only made like six notes, but that was one of them was that long. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. That oh, and actually, it's not even let's. It's let us rock and let us roll is, <laughs> yeah. the, is the line. Oh, my gosh. 
Let just us. The, that whole intro the sounds like the you know the how they like put the text on the screen i mean instantly i'm just thinking of like x files like it's all the mm -hmm. same it's like copy and paste right yeah like there's so many things in here that to me it's just like i've seen this in so many 90s series that it just feels like they just copy and paste the sound effects files over yeah yeah that little like typewriter like yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> the fonts everything it just all yeah. feels familiar <laughs> well uh basically i don't i still am not like 100 percent sure i don't think his whole body gets stolen i think just like samples of his body get stolen um and shield is like what do we do i know we have to call in like this one person he's the only person that's going to be able to solve this and it's nick fury and we have to go find him so they go find him and here's i think this was like my biggest issue with the movie is when they find him he's in like a boarded up old train tunnel and he's just pickaxing this the wall like not it's not bare rock yeah he's just yeah he's just like chipping away at solid concrete and hasn't made any like dent in it it looks like he just started like right before this guy got there no explanation no. it is never mentioned like what is he doing here why is he here is he actually trying to do something or is he just so bored that he's just decided to start chipping away at the cement wall i was so confused and it's not a quick like two second scene <laughs> I mean, he hits no. the wall like six or seven times. <laughs> no, it is, in my estimation, it was there to show off those guns. It was something <laughs> for the ladies. It's so like choreographed because it's like the the amount of time they just put just on that emphasis. And then it's like he's got to slowly turn and walk like directly into this like stream of water with cigar yes. in his mouth it's a it's a great great intro shot to nick for fury i will say that maybe maybe that's what it is maybe they're just like playing off the like he's from baywatch let's like show his muscles and make him walk through water but it just made no sense for a while what he was doing for this mm. like grizzled army vet to be just chipping away at a wall and then yeah to your point just walk straight through a waterfall for no reason. <laughs> yeah, and like, okay. Is the cigar is the cigar like is that canon to the comics? Yeah, he does he he is a little like uh in the older comics at least. He is a little bit more okay. like Wolverine -y in the sense of like he's got a cigar, a stogie. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did also think it was funny that like basically somebody is there. We don't know who's there. He's chipping away at the wall. He hears them like rattling the door, which mm. was weird too. Um, and so then he has to run. He has to like sneaky run away to hide in this tunnel and he's hiding in the tunnel. And then he lights a match and relights his cigar. And it's like, what are you doing? You're like hiding in a dark tunnel and now you're lighting a fire so that anyone could see exactly where you're hiding like 
Oh, boy. It's not exactly super agent behavior. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but basically, he, you know, he, you find out that the person that broke in is here from S.H.I.E.L.D. and they're trying to call him back. And you find out that he was, like, excommunicated from S.H.I.E.L.D. And they don't really go into that either. And, I, you know, I wish I have read a few Nick Fury comics, but I have not read a majority of them. So I don't know if there's a storyline there that this is supposed to be like nodding to or alluding to. But yeah, they're just like, yeah, you got kicked out of shield, but now we need you back. And he's like, I, I don't want to come back. You guys kicked me out. And they're like, but we need you. And he says, okay, like, fine, I'll come help. <laughs> and, but it's, it's just very much like, well, what did he get kicked out for? Like, what did he do that got him excommunicated? Do you, is he really the only person that can help in this situation? I'm sure they would have explained all this if it had been picked up for series. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Which this is, uh, this is an hour and 30 minutes, right? Like, mm-hmm. and they probably could have given us like five minute story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like, like tossed just, it in there. Yeah. But we could have taken out like a good minute of him pickaxing the wall and they could have yeah. used that to explain or the amount of like stogie scenes like there's a lot of scenes where he just like has to get another cigar (laughs) and so many scenes of the villain like just posing and like saying ridiculous things for no reason yeah paper thin villain in this by the way (laughs) yes very very weak uh and also it's just you know uh, it's very of its time and not in you know necessarily good ways um nick fury is very grumpy and he is very misogynistic what (laughs) um and there are multiple times where it's like this is like uncomfortable that they are making him basically like he's telling this female agent the only reason she's good at being an agent is because she's good at sexploitation. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Sexpionage. That's the term he uses is sexpionage. (laughs) It's another note I wrote down. And like, basically like when he's in that scene, he's introducing her to somebody else and is essentially calling her, here's a PG-13 language, a slut to this new person. And it's like, Okay, I get that they have some history, but nowadays it would not be addressed this way. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely yeah. not. If we're meant to like get on board with this guy as a character, no. They wouldn't have him come out the gate treating <laughs> right. treating right. a not just a girl, but like a female essentially co-worker like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And this isn't this isn't like 40 minutes into the movie or anything where we've like seen him and we know him. This is yeah. like it's basically early on. Yeah, the the initial, you know, we see him hide in the cave, but he doesn't really talk a lot. The first time we see him talk, here he is just, like, shaming this female spy that's working for him or with him or whatever. And it's just like, wow. He has basically okay. just had time to be like, hi, Nick. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, I don't know that I'm on your side here. Yeah. Um, but let's mention who the female agent is. Oh, yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, it's do you want to do it? It's Contessa <laughs> Valentina Allegra de Fontaine, which 
Like I was not expecting that at all. I wasn't either. Um, And it's really weird too, because right before I watched it, I read an article about how if the MCU is going to follow the current comic series with the Contessa, where she is a like cyborg, like like half human, half robot person. Yeah, they're like, I wonder if they're going to do that. And so then I watched this, and the whole time they they do a lot of stuff with life model decoys in this movie, which Mm -hmm. like we haven't seen yet. Other than I think it's an agent of shield. Um, but we haven't really seen that in the greater MCU. Yeah. So it's like, Oh, this is, is she a robot? Like what's going on here? I'm so confused at what's happening. Why is she a part of this? I didn't realize she was a spy with him. Yeah. That's a good point. Cause it's, there's weird moments where like that, gets kind of muddy for me like i'm not really sure like and that but now like rethinking about the whole thing it makes you wonder like who's who Mm -hmm. yeah i mean this is very like james bondy mission impossible yes feels like yes he is very james bond like he's a lot more james bondy like the whole like you know when you see these uh cybernetic copies being made it kind of gives me there's moments where i thought they're going more mission impossible route like or are they gonna have like mass they can just kind of like make themselves look different and then i'm like oh this is no more Westworld. like they're actually building like these clones but i love like the whole like intro into like the shield and it's immediately going to see like this q like person that's giving him a gun that's kind of tied to his handprints and which I will say for them being like a super organization. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds at Mint Mobile. We like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. 
Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Spy, whatever. Mm-hmm. The, the one and only gadget that he gets is a gun that shoots electricity instead of bullets. Yeah. That's it. That's the like That's, cool, yeah, super future tech that he gets. Which and I was like, so wait. funny with what's so funny with that? It's like, like I think uh, it was like Casino. Was it Casino Royale? It was like one of Daniel Craig's earlier Bond films. Like when he meets. You know, he that's all he gets. He gets a pistol that's tied to and then like, a, I think, a radio. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, where's the watch? Where's like all this? You know, yeah. where's, where's like any sandwich that's a bomb? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah, but I'm looking at like, you know, like looking at this air that's this is like the Pierce Brodson Bond air. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, so they like, should have done so anything yeah. would have been better than a, a gun that looked like you glued a piece of plastic to and painted it silver and said it shoots electricity. It was not well done. No. Um, I mean, I this wanna... thing probably had a budget of like a hundred thousand dollars. Oh, yeah, I didn't even so, look that up. That's... <laughs> somebody was back there painting that plastic gun, making yeah. it look real nice for the cameras. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do want to mention really quick, um, since we're on the the Q character, um, and it's Christmas. Uh, the guy's name is Daniel Canada, I think um is the actor who plays that character and he is like uh he's in a ton of things if you look him up you'll be like wow i didn't know that he was in all this stuff um but for the season he's one of the cops in home alone 2 that helps him in uh central park <laughs> oh so, yes. you said ron canada ron canada yeah 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 love that actor he's in so much yeah like, he's in so many things he's in so many things yeah great actor um I wanted to point out another like weird choice that they did that made me, you know, are we, are we trying to be like everyone is robots? All of the Hydra like goons are painted silver. And I don't know why, like none of the comics are they silver. They're usually wearing green and yellow. Like, why are they silver? They're just gooning with style. Yeah. (laughs) Like, very power rangers right uh, yeah like yeah like the goon squad that's like yeah it was just patrol. so weird <laughs> i was like why are they at first i thought that because a lot of this movie is like in shadows like there's lots of scenes where people are just like covered with shadows for no reason so the first couple of times i thought like oh are they painted sort of like snakes are they like a silvery green and it's like some cool like, ooh, cool, snaky people. Uh, and then you see, like, a bunch of them standing just in fluorescent lighting. And you're like, oh, nope, they're just silver. And, like, not really well painted either. Just sort of, like, half painted in silver. Splotchy. For why? I don't know. It's It was a strange choice. Um, $100,000. I couldn't afford the paint and the primer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh, a lot of this movie takes place in what look to be like two sets. Mm-hmm. It looks like they filmed a bunch of stuff facing this side of the set. And then they were like, okay, let's pretend we're in a different room. Everybody, we're going to put the cameras over there and shoot this way now. And everything just looks the same. 
like basically from the moment that he gets out of that tunnel, we're in like labs, just nondescript labs Mm -hmm. and science technology rooms for pretty much the rest of the movie in hallways and yeah, in hallways. There's a couple hallway. (laughs) Yeah. The other than that, the only other scenes we get are like the weird CG awful green screen weird like spider version of the helicarrier and the weird quinjets that they fly around and uh whenever they get up to the helicarrier the like main deck looks like far too small when they show the people standing in it it looks like it's big enough for like two or three people to walk around that room and then the next time you see the helicarrier that same room is like gigantic and you're like, oh, man, somebody messed up on sizing them on that green screen for the room they were supposed to be in. It was oof, not a good year for CG, I don't think. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but there's yeah, there's just lots of. Not like dead space, but it does seem like there's a lot of time where like nothing's really going on. Or like the story that we're getting is that Nick Fury is just sort of like the bad boy of S.H.I.E.L.D. And so mm-hmm. everyone is kind of arguing with him about like how we should be taking care of this threat and like what is the actual threat. And then you find out that the threat is like they've had bombs hidden around that are going to release this toxin that I they still they they explain what it does but not really like it just kills you I think death's head virus yeah but at one point they make it sound like it takes you over and then another time they make it sound like it just kills everybody so it's what they do not ever do is evacuate (laughs) well yeah we can't we can't cause people to panic (laughs) it's better just to let them oh well they make that known too that's like one of the things that's one of the lines it's like he's like you have to make sure the public never hears about this <laughs> it's like okay it's just spy ice. work it definitely tries to make this like a stealth mission and like the whole like yeah. hallway stealth scene i'm like oh my goodness these guys are so loud running in the hall going back zigzagging around those like yeah, they're, they're like bags are like clanking everywhere. It just it was zero <laughs> stealth. <laughs> yeah, and then to there's like a mutant I think that's a part of the team. Kate, I don't oh, know yeah. who she's supposed uh, who can, to be. Like read minds. Yeah, and then when yeah. she goes to read the mind to find the the code to turn off the bombs, his mind is just full of like terrible images, and then that basically like renders her useless. Yeah, And I was like, what is this character that like is the only person that has a power and then basically can't do anything with her power because the one time they need it, it doesn't work. Like, what was the point of that character? <laughs> I'm so confused. Like, Surely they could have called in Hulk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Anybody would have been better really? than Kate. There was the one other villain as well. Like there was the silver goons and then there was like the larger ones that had like the black mask over their heads. Mm. 
Yeah, just nondescript bad guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I mean, no surprise, the end of the movie, they stop all the bombs and save everybody. Nick but not before Nick Fury gets poisoned. That's right. He gets tricked in what's probably the best Which scene it, in the whole again, movie. Again, it feels so, all of this feels like it's, Stripped from like a James Bond movie, right? Because mm-hmm. we meet Viper, who is basically trying to, you know, take over like Hydra, and there's like, you know, it's like moments that we've seen in like newer MCU films, right? Like she's getting all the leaders like on these TV screens, mm-hmm. where like now they would actually be like all holograms or something <laughs> like that. But it's just like questioning like loyalty and leadership, and so the laugh. This is the mm-hmm. evil laugh was done like how many oh, times? Yeah. It's like at least two, two or three times. Yeah, basically, every time she's doing anything, she it has to end <laughs> with her doing like an evil laugh. Basically, uh, you, again, this you can tell like the nods from comics because like poison lipsticks, poison ivy, kisses mm-hmm. Nick Fury. So, yep, and and the only way that they can cure the poison that he has is by getting her because she is the only one that's immune to this poison because she wears it on her lips all the time. So we got to keep her alive so that we can keep you alive. And also we don't know when this is going to kill you, but it probably will kill you. And then it seems to be relatively ineffective the whole time. Like he's never like doubled over in pain. Yeah. 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 But they're telling them it was like, yeah, it was like a 48-hour window, and they were going like, well, you know, all you've got right now is a mild fever, but here in the next, like, two hours, it's going to escalate to this, and it's going to keep getting worse and worse and worse, and he's just like, I got this. I can do it. Don't worry about it. Yeah. And, and like he was right. He got it, and they shouldn't yeah. have worried about it. <laughs> it's like a couple of moments where it's like, I got to catch my breath, and <laughs> that yeah. was about and it. And then it, it ends with, like, another scene that seems like it's only in the movie to have him with the shirt off um, where they're like, yep, you check out. You're all healed now from the poison lipstick. Yeah. And then the Let's movie get ends. one more angle on that chest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, The it just sort of ends. It doesn't really end in a way that makes you wonder is there going to be more of this or not? Um, oh, the ending was so creepy cringe <laughs> because it's like Baron's alive you know Viper got away and achieved this but their whole like dynamic was so like did not feel father daughter it was mm-hmm. really uh, uh cringe it was bad oh, I will also point out that her relationship with her brother did not seem on the up and up either <laughs> yeah that was awkward yeah, yeah. and he like her brother wasn't didn't get that much time mm-hmm. and i felt like that was just wasted time as well because the lines that he had in this movie to me made didn't really add it didn't contribute to anything like he just show up and would poke his head up and be like say something and that that was that I was mm-hmm. like, why 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 have him here what was the point of all that <laughs> to push the plot along <laughs> it, i guess <laughs> <It did. laughs> Yeah. 
Yeah, and and then I scrubbed through the credits because I was like, surely there will be a post credit scene, but this is I did the same. I did the same pre pre post credit scene Marvel. <laughs> so <laughs> there is nothing there. Um, I think they knew that this probably wasn't going anywhere. I guess you know, unless there's anything else you guys have to say about it, I would say to wrap this up. Do you hope that we get? some sort of like remake of this or do you hope that there's ever like is there a future where we could find out more about what happens to this version of Nick Fury the way things are going right now in the world of the MCU <laughs> I don't know this is this brings in like the question of like you know let's say we do go down this this path of like secret wars and we're going to have all of this like you know planets colliding and all these characters from different earths coming into play like could we see <laughs> I don't know what all uh uh Hasselhoff is doing these days but if he could come back as Nick Fury it would be quite interesting um, yeah we get like a Nick Cage Superman <laughs> nod <laughs> right yeah, I, I, I would would have loved to see more more things like this. I did look at the YouTube channel, and there's like one other Marvel, uh, property they had on there that was like like a full length or like a feature presentation type thing. So I may go check that out. But yeah, I wish there could have been more of this. I think it would have been fun. Um, get more time with these characters. Nick Fury is like such a fascinating character, and I, I like that we've gotten a little bit more time with him recently with like uh, Secret Invasion. But like. Mm-hmm. You know, really kind of understand the workings of him of like what's yeah, just there's a lot of stuff I think with this character. We should know oh, more. I can't believe I forgot to mention my favorite scene in the entire movie mm. when he lifts when he lifts up his eye patch and he pulls out his oh. his plastic eyeball that turns out to yeah. be a grenade. Yeah. And <laughs> it's like wait. So you, not only do you not really need the eye patch because you have a fake eye in there but your fake eye is a bomb that you use mm-hmm. to like detonate a wooden door <laughs> like, and it also stays like perfectly clean the entire yeah. time like you would think it would be gross <laughs> oh man when he pops but, it out i was like wait a second what and also not only does he pop it up but he pops it out and there's like wires attached to it that he used to pull the wires out yeah. and then like yeah. shove them back into his eye so i was like wait so you have a robot eye but instead of use it you just keep an eye patch on it it's a secret mm-hmm. <laughs> okay i don't know why this popped in my brain but what would be a crazy crossover kind of cool one of the, i think one of the most coolest like unique villains ever if you've seen the last action hero with Arnold Schwarzenegger mm-hmm. like the one eye guy that had like changes his eye like fake eyeball through that yeah like having him go up against Nick Fury <laughs> <laughs> an eye off an eye off <laughs> That'd be I wild. mean this definitely anyway. this definitely felt like they they took James Bond and they took yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger and they mashed him together and you got oh, yeah. Hasselhoff, Nick Fury. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think all in all, a fun watch. I wouldn't ever say it's a good movie, um, but it is It is funky and it is fun. And if you like that 90s vibe, then you'll definitely enjoy it. Um, right now you can 
<laughs> right now you can still watch it the entirety of it for free on youtube um but if you're thinking about watching it i suggest going to watch it now because who knows how long it will be available there and once it's gone you might have to shell out hundreds of dollars to buy a copy of this to watch it because uh, it is not available for rent anywhere so keep that in mind listeners um i wonder if uh marvel would ever want to like bring this you know back or something i don't know i mean it definitely seems like something that they could throw up on disney plus I just I don't know like what the the licensing is for this like who owns this. Uh, the wiki says the budget on this was six million as well. That's it. I'm curious because it does feel doesn't feel like six million budget. Half of it is for Hasselhoff and half of it is for the CG effects. <laughs> Production companies are Marvel Entertainment and 20th Century Fox Television. So Fox. So probably... I should own it in all directions since they bought Fox. Right. Oh, that's right. They bought Fox. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, they should absolutely put this. What do you do at Disney? Put this on Disney Plus. Yeah. Maybe they're trying to put some respect on Nick Fury's name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There is a little problematic here and there. <laughs> Maybe they don't want to be tied to this at all. Oh, man. Because, quick question. In our current MCU lineup, we haven't had Nick Fury and uh dave fontaine they have not crossed paths correct i don't think so not yet no that could be interesting the closest we got was dave fontaine and martin friedman's freeman's right character that so was Nick like Fury, he's got to know that she's around doing stuff right like I he would assume, know i mean uh, that could be interesting i don't i don't know i don't know if in this in this mcu if she was ever a part of shield or not. Right. I mean, it's possible, but yeah, it's also possible that she's just her own governing mm-hmm. body and they're keeping it separate. But mm-hmm. I mean, we'll have to find out eventually. Yeah. There's going to be some sort of crossover. <laughs> <laughs> well, that does it for us this week. Uh, we hope that you all have a happy holiday. Um, Go watch Hawkeye, Iron Man 3. I, I watched Iron Man 3 when I was in my holiday mood. The Christmas, like the the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special? Yeah, the holiday special. Was, don't forget, like here in just a few days, we've got What If Season 2 starting. Yes. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to it. You get one episode a day for 12, or not 12 days. How many episodes nine, are there? Nine days. Nine days. <laughs> Which, missed opportunity. Like, yeah. 12 days of Christmas, do 12 episodes, whatever. Yeah, that's up for, three that's... more episodes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So definitely join us next time uh, where we'll probably break that down all as one series um, and hopefully get some cool stories. Looking forward to weird Mad Max Mario Kart with Avengers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can't wait for that episode. <laughs> Uh, well, any last thoughts before we leave? Two and a half out of five eye patches. Oh, yeah, we didn't rate it. That's <laughs> okay. That's good. Oh, I gotta go. I gotta go one and a half out of five eye patches. <laughs> <laughs> I will say 
three exploding eyeballs out of five eye patches. (laughs) (laughs) Solid mid movie. (laughs) Solid mid. (laughs) On that, see you all next week. Bye. I put my hands up like this and then, oh, it's doing it again. <laughs> oh, oh. The new, it's like the new Mac OS stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that was so see, weird. See, yeah. see. It's not doing it to me. Dang it. Do you have to do both hands? <laughs> I don't know. It like sometimes pops up and then sometimes doesn't. Yeah. I haven't, <laughs> I, I haven't updated yet. I'm doing that over Christmas break. So sometime mm. next week. Maybe I haven't updated. <laughs> Fun future stuff. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.